Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including uh, anime for once, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Steve Zeck. Yo! April Collins. Hey! And Beatrice Mered. Hi! Today, Steve, April, Beatrice, and I will be talk discussing the first three episodes of Little Witch Academia, um, which uh, has which will be doing in honor of its Netflix premiere last week. Um, the first thirteen episodes of um, yep. this uh, 2017 Studio Trigger anime are on Netflix, um, and then I assume the rest of season one, which is 25 episodes, um, will be yeah. up at some point. <laughs> But Netflix, yeah, Netflix does not reveal things. Um, but yeah, oh. third, you can check out uh, Little Witch Academia um, on Netflix. We'll be talking about the first three episodes. If you have not watched the series, which um, three out of the four of us, I believe, have not beyond this this point, uh, it, you can check out the episodes, come back, listen to the podcast, or listen to us, and then go watch. There's not really spoilers to the beginning of the show. Um, so uh, oh. it's it's very exciting. Steve here oh. is a big. Ah. Uh, LWA fan, correct? Yeah, I've seen all 25 episodes, and but I've documented all my thoughts when these aired. So my catchphrase for this podcast is going to be, when I first saw this episode, I thought. Yes, yes. At the time, I thought. Yeah, that's a good That's a good angle. I'm going to be asking you a, a lot, a lot, like, uh, tell me what you thought at this time. Yeah. And you've written some articles on the Overly Animated blog section about yes. the show, OverlyAnimated.com. Steve has been pushing for this podcast. It's here, but only the first three episodes. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys listen, we can continue. So if you, I, uh, if you enjoy this, link it to other people because um, future LWA podcasts will hinge upon the numbers. Yeah. Um, even before, yeah, even before I pushed for the podcast, I've been pushing you, Dylan, to see the show. Period. Yes. And so finally, you fell into my trap. You finally <laughs> yes, saw. That's true. Yes, no, I've, that- I've watched the three first three episodes. It's happened, and it's finally happened today. So um, episodes <laughs> one to three, we'll talk about. No spoilers beyond that point. Um, you can watch. It's on Netflix, sub dubbed, I think. Uh, both and then in other languages as well so uh cool stuff um it aired in initially in japan earlier this year um but it's like a double length show so double seasoned um i have my issue with the spanish dub (laughs) why did you watch the spanish dub (laughs) no no i did i heard i heard there's a censorship in episode 10 some Uh, censorship i'm just saying just avoid that if you want okay um, this is by Studio Trigger, somewhat new studio, a spinoff of uh, Gainax, I think. And uh, they did yeah. uh, some work on one Steven Universe episode. Uh, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get into uh, LWA. Uh, I assume this is the appropriate acronym for uh, for the show. But yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that's why. If you've not seen it before, it is a um, magical girl school show. <laughs> Magic school. It's like Harry <laughs> Potter, basically. Um, all, all female Harry Potter um, type anime, and it's pretty cool. So, uh, let's let's get everyone's. Uh, let's let's save Steve on this. So, me, April, and Beatrice uh, just check this out. So, give me your history with this show, um, and then uh, what you've what your impressions of it are so far. Let's start with April. So, uh, my history with the show is I watched the two short films that they were produced. I think that it was like a Kickstarter thing or something like that. Second one. Um, yeah. And so I, I watched those two and then watched these three episodes. Uh, and I, 
for me, it was really interesting because I recognized a lot of the animation from other like projects that Studio Trigger has done because um, they did Kill a Kill, which is not another one of my favorite animes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like watching that first short film, like I was like, "Ooh, this is really interesting. I want to watch this. So uh, I'm in I'm enjoying it. So I'm impressed with it. Cool. Did you watch sub or dubbed? I watched subbed. Okay, noted. We'll 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 go around there. I forgot, Steve. Give us our our history, our brief history of uh, this this series. A very quick Little Witch Academia. First, there's two short films. One in 2013, about 20 minutes. And then a sequel in 2015 called Enchanted Parade, which also has a cameo by Rebecca Sugar and Ian Jones Quirkley. They're in it. But and uh, and then in, in animated or voiced form. No, animated okay. form. <laughs> and then, because um, they're tight with Studio Trigger. Yes. And then 2017, there's, there's the anime that we're watching, which is pretty much a reboot or kind of his own separate canon from the movie. So really, it's that's my brief history. Where would you I, where would you recommend people start if they haven't seen the show, just with this series? Oh, uh, I think the series is a little bit better. I would, I would, if I was you, I would watch like a... Start with the series, maybe watch a few episodes, and then in the middle, watch the first short film, and then watch a few more episodes when you get to like episode thirteen, and then watch the second movie, and then when four, then when like part two of season one comes, just watch the rest. Okay, very extensive, but yeah. So this is the a separate canon from the two the two short films, um, and this is presumably better, like a more complete version. Um, but yeah, the follow Steve's advice there. Okay, Beatrice, um, history with this, uh, initial impression, subbed or dubbed? Uh, subbed. Okay. And basically the same as April. I was a fan when it came out in 2013, that 20 minute episode. I was like very looking forward to it. I got it on like Blu ray and I had like my little like poster over it. Like I loved Studio Trigger. I love Kill a Kill as well. So it was really interesting to see like if if anyone has ever seen kill a kill they'll know that it's it's not a pg kind of story <laughs> or animation so it was really curious to see the, the how like it's just interesting to see how like the, the, that same style is placed in a more pg friendly kind of realm um I loved it. I have conflicting feelings because it is a reboot. I had no idea it was a reboot coming into these three episodes. So for the first like five minutes, my heart just kind of like dropped. And I was like, no, you mean that none of the things I love about previously matter? Like all these characters, I'm starting from scratch again. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm going to make you feel better. This is my can- I think in this world it's possible that have like multiple dimensions so these two words can be canon to each other. Totally, totally. Like, look, and look, as I was watching, like, I, and I understand why they, like, part of me doesn't understand why they did it because the movie and the show that, like, and the episodes that we had before, those two shorts, like, they, they didn't really, like, say anything that really cemented, like, or, like, that restricted people. Like, I understand when sometimes, like, comic books have to be rebooted or, like, whatever because, it's just so intense and and intrinsically complicated, these, like, histories. And, like, it keeps people from, be, like, creating and having the freedom to tell new stories. So I get that. But I don't know. I was just like, there wasn't enough material anyway. Did you have to reboot it? Like, I get why, but why? 
Yeah, my, my impression is from what Steve has told me is that this is like a more complete version of um, the, the guy, the creator's like vision for, for the yeah. series. And also, Which is fine. Also, I think they do change up a couple of characters a little bit. I mean, for example, Diana in the film, she's a little more snobby. She's still not a bad person. Yeah, and I that love that. that. <laughs> you wanted to water her down. But I love that. Like, I, no, I love that bite to her. I was like, give me snarky Diana. And they just like, Mm-mm. they just took it away. Well, the, the Diana in the film, I just think she's just in the film, Sukune Diana. She's Sukune Diana. If you know that term. <laughs> yeah, so they, we'll, we'll get more into Diana, of course, and all those characters. Steve, what's your LWA history? Oh, well, believe it or not, it, I've seen it. I've been a fan for years. It's what I would like to say. But the truth is, I only heard about the show last October. I heard about it on another podcast when they were reviewing, like, um, the second film. And I and what it really interests me. So after that podcast, I went... And watch the two short films, first in Japanese on Netflix, and then watch the dub version on Netflix. And then I waited, and then when the series came out in Japan, I watched it through. And then, of course, when it came on Netflix, I watched all 13 episodes dub. And I just watched the three episodes sub just now for this, to prepare for this podcast. What do you think of the dub? Uh, dub's pretty good. Um, it's Dubs are much better nowadays than they used to be, so... Yeah. It's very accurate. Yeah. I mean, it's not perfect to the Japanese. For example, I think Susie's laugh in the Japanese, it just cannot be duplicated. Her voice <laughs> actress in Japan does this great laugh. And the English dub actress, bless her heart, she tries, but she just can't get that laugh. And it's a very hard laugh, so I don't blame her. Yeah, dub dubs nowadays. Um, I also watch the subbed. I generally watch everything subbed. But um, if you're someone who prefers dubs, there's no reason not to to generally watch anime dub now because it's so much of a higher quality. Um, yeah, and uh, I my history with LWA is Steve bugging me to watch it. I have not seen any of the short films or anything before, so this is my first um, time checking it out. I am I was like aware of it before. I, I keep up with like uh, anime current anime news and stuff, um, and it's pretty popular. Uh, so yeah, I watched the first three episodes today, and uh, I feel like we haven't gotten too much into initial impressions. But yeah, I think this is like a perfect type of series that I'd enjoy. I think Steve's totally right about that. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Ruby done in a different way. There's the the uh, internet animated show Ruby. Uh, it's Harry Potter like. It's the Magicians, a TV series and book like. It's it's a very uh, popular concept of like a magic school, and it has all female characters, and it's uh, another appealing uh, aspect. And I thought the first three episodes are pretty good. I, I see a lot of potential for why the series could get much better. Um, I didn't think like anything was like great, uh, but uh, it was. Uh, I think the characters are sympathetic, and particularly I like Akko a lot. And um, I, I definitely see see where this could uh, where this mm-hmm. could go in terms of uh, you know if we get into deeper mythology and deeper characterization, it could, it could be good. But you know, no anime really stands out right away, is what I would say. And I think that it's good that we're viewing three. I think the rule of three episodes for an anime is, is yep. a good one. Um, but yeah, and- definitely definitely give it a, a shot up to three episodes for anything you wanna you wanna check out. This included. Yeah. And I, in, episode three is like one of my favorite episodes of the early episodes. So if this is a one-off podcast, I want to make sure we cover episode three. So uh, originally we're going to do two. That's why I pushed. Let's do one. Let's do episode three. Let's do one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, yeah. So April, what are your uh, imp- some some deeper impressions of the series? Um, 
any anything that stands out to you from the show's mythology, from the episodes, characters? I I, I know uh, earlier Steve and Beatrice were kind of uh, going on about how like they didn't necessarily enjoy that like the, you're sort of it's like a reboot kind of thing, but I actually enjoyed that um, in comparison to like the the short films that were put out. So I really enjoy that we're sort of like getting to know the characters and like we're going to like there's the potential to develop them and like develop these stories. Whereas like with the films, I felt very um, not overwhelmed, but I felt like I was very just sort of dropped into this world. And for me, it was slightly jarring because I don't feel like it was necessarily executed well. I mean, I really enjoyed the the short the short films. So I like that, like, everything's sort of being explained and there's more, like, substance to, like, you know, this is how, like, Luna Nova, like, operates. Like, this is how you get to school. This is how, like, like, this is, like, you know, um, like, something that is, like, an honored tradition or, like, so on and so forth. So I definitely see a lot of potential in this and I'm eager to, like, continue forward um, with, like, character development, like, sort of what the whole, like, plot of the season is going to be, because I don't know if they've hinted at it. I didn't catch it, so, and I apologize, but, <laughs> but I'm eager to continue the series, so, and, uh, see where each character kind of takes us. Uh, cool. Uh, Beatrice, uh, deeper thoughts on these first three episodes. Um, for me, I guess it would be first how strikingly similar similar it is to Harry Potter. I, I, this is probably not going to be the first time we mention, or not the first. It's not the, even the first time we've mentioned Harry Potter <laughs> already. But um, like, I just found it so similar. Especially, I think episode like once they landed into that forest, I was just like, "Really, we're doing Forbidden Forest already? Okay, sure, <laughs> let's go." The trio is already together. So I really was surprised, but I, I don't know why I didn't like it didn't hit me as much in the short films. And like in like the first three episodes, I just got a big nostalgia trip. Um, and I also I've mentioned how I I don't necessarily like the turn that Diana has been has made in this in these three episodes. But I mean, again, it's only the first three. So who knows? <laughs> and I really am surprised by how much I enjoy Ursula in this reimagining of the show of mm. the story and of the characters because in the in the short films she was not that she was like yeah she wasn't explored like there wasn't enough time to really explore anyone outside of Akko and even then like she wasn't explored enough either but um Ursula just to me she's the most intriguing one of the bunch at this point simply because like she's the most aside from Diana she's really the most the most different of the characters so far like I just think like she's there's a lot more to her now like clearly they've developed a, a storyline for her to go through and an arc for her that in the short films she didn't have so I'm, I'm very excited to see where that goes yeah the Ursula's the character with like the shrouded in mystery so that's yeah. that's I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like going back to what April said I feel like that's where the plot is basically it's mm -hmm. like Akko's journey yeah. and then what's up with Ursula then that's basically it so far um, yes, yeah, Steve, um, take us back to when you first saw these three episodes and what your impressions were. Oh, okay. First of all, back 
back way back in January 2017. Wow, that's so um, long ago. Yeah, okay. Um, I first saw this episode. Um, I too, I wasn't sure though if it was going to be a reboot or not. I, I thought maybe we were going to get like remakes of the two short films. You know, like I've seen in other animes do that of late. Like uh, Dragon Ball Super did that. So I thought maybe we we're just gonna get a new version of it, but when Akko found like the shining rod in the uh, in the forest, that was different. We knew I knew this was a new canon. I um, mean, I really love like Susie, probably one of my faves. Susie, she is just she is hilarious, and I feel about Susie. She she's like you. Some say she's like Eska the witch, <laughs> or you know <laughs> Eska, you know from Legend oh, of Korra. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see it a little bit. I, so I see, though, she reminds me a bit of Janna, Star Versus. And I guess she reminds me of a certain character, which I can't, I, I'm a, not allowed to name here, because Dylan bans his mention, starts with an O. I think you know who I'm talking about. But, yeah, and uh, and Akko, I think I liked her a lot more in the series than in the like the second film. I thought in the second film, Akko, she was very selfish, in my opinion. And then when I saw the second episode, yeah, I kind of I disagree. I like the this, this direction we're taking Diana. She's, she's always one of my faves. Though I was taken aback though when I went to the enemy's message boards, people are talking about how how much nicer she is, like how like what a jerk she was in the move in the films. And I never saw her that way. So to each his own, I guess. And uh, and uh, and I love how the twist. I thought Diana. In the second episode, when Akko got in the way, that she was going to attack her anyway. She was going to blast her anyway. And also, when she did knock Akko out, I thought she was you know, going to be like, you see, it's her fault. She wasn't going to feel any sympathy, but she did. And, of course, episode three, the race episode. I love episode like that. It's like Wacky Races, the anime. And... Well, Susie really stole the show with her tricks, her 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 methods of trying to win. Akko hopping, of course, the shooting star. Of course, in the introduction of uh, these three new characters who we saw Enchanted Parade. And uh, what else? And I do like that Akko lost the race because, you know, the main character, um, they have to lose early on so they can get better. I mean, them winning, er, her winning early on, I don't think would have been good storytelling. Also, much to say, but um, yeah, it's off to a good start. Um, Dylan, um, you're right. It it gets better. It's it's just starting. It's I know I say this show is so amazing and all, but you know you got to get deeper into the series before you can see what I meant when I talk about what a great show it is. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, uh, uh, to that point, um, so I hadn't seen anything before. I hadn't seen the films, and um, I think that uh, watching episode one, I think it's um. It doesn't sell you right away. I, I think it's somewhat of a weak episode. Uh, you know, I think episode two and three are improved, but I also don't think they're spectacular. Um, I'm, I'm positive about the show. I see the potential, but certainly nothing super jumps out to me. I think that all three of these episodes are in the good, not great territory. Um, I don't necessarily see the episode three being by far the best thing. I potentially even like two a little better, but they're similar. Um, and I think the characterizations pretty thin at the moment. Um, Akko's the only one that stands out a little bit, but she's just a, a typical Genki girl archetype. 
Um, and uh, I think that they're carefully balancing characterization at this point, which is interesting. Yeah, the Diana is such a particular use of this uh, mean girl, sympathetic mean girl trope. Um, and they've been, mean. they've been very, yeah, she's honestly not even very mean in, in these three yeah. episodes. So. <laughs> look, 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 she may have been, okay, I wouldn't say she was mean in the short films, but she wasn't, she wasn't like nice. She was like just, she was sassy. She had, she, she was sassy. <laughs> she had a personality to her where in this, she's in, in the first three episodes, at least she's a lot more watered down. She's, she has a bit more like, you know, she has, her morals are a lot more present, I guess, where, or, or at least more obvious. Whereas in the short films, she just, I don't know. She like, she admits when she's wrong. She's, she's, that's still very much the same, but she just had a little bit of a bite to her that just gave her that let her stand out a little bit more that we just have not seen yet in the series. The, the true mean girls are her her lackeys. Yeah, and, her lackeys. Uh, and Barbara. Yeah, she's the, she's the opposed. She's the popular girl opposing force. Basically, that's pretty typical. Basically, uh, yeah. it's yeah. like it's it's like the uh, what is it? Here we go. We're gonna talk about Harry Potter some more. But it, it's kind of like that similar situation where like. Akko is like Harry in the sense that like this entire world is new to her. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it is, she, you know, and what she does know she is sort of discovering is kind of wrong. And so like the Diana is sort of the, like the Draco. Yeah. Di- Diana's the, Draco. Yeah. 100%. See, but yeah. I would argue, no, but see, I would argue she is a mixture between Draco and Hermione. And in the short film, she was more Draco than Hermione. And in this film, she's a lot more Hermione than Draco. If that makes any more sense. That makes any sense. Ter- like in, now in terms, she's more yeah. like. In terms of the plot structure. Yeah. 70% Hermione yeah. and 30% yeah. Draco. Well, before she was well, like 60% Draco, 40% Hermione. Like well, it's, it's a little bit more. It's kind of, it's, she, she's still the same mixture. It's just the composition's a little bit different. The way the way I see Diana is she is like a Weiss if she wasn't on Team Ruby. She, she is. She is. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. She's she's the Weiss of the series. She is uh, in terms of plot structure. She's Draco 100 um, percent. Akko is Harry. Uh, uh, Lotte is Ron and Susie is Hermione. Um, but it's not as clear. Right. Because she's not like blatantly antagonistic. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Ruby character, the Ruby comparison. Yeah. Diana is Weiss. Um, but actually, Weiss is characterized harsher in the beginning of the show. Oh, totally. She, That's what I was about to yeah. say. Like, she was even meaner than Diana uh, in the short film. And we- like, Weiss, Weiss is a heroine. Um, and she is, uh, she comes across uh, worse than Diana, and Diana is um, not even on the the Akko team yet. So I think that's an int- it's a, it's a very interesting. Like clearly, we're supposed to find Diana sympathetic at some point. Like this is it's it, a lot of a lot of people watching the Mean Girl characters struggle with finding them sympathetic. I don't. I love that archetype, but um, it's it's uh, it's a careful characterization. I actually thought uh, Susie um is not very sympathetic so far. It's it's interesting. <laughs> she blatantly tries she blatantly tries to kill Akko and Lotte in the first episode. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yep. she's <laughs> basically. But well, that's Susie for you. That's that's yeah. who did, that's who she is. She's a better version of the old character. I I, I find uh, Diana more sympathetic than Susie at this point. How about, yeah. how about that for? Is that a hot take, Steve? I yeah. Um, that's a yeah. That's you're right on. And I have uh, Susie. Um, like I said, she is a. Uh, like I said, I compare her to. She is like a question friend or foe. Early episodes here, I'm like. Is she really a friend or is she a foe to Akko? You got to question that. But, you know, hopefully she turns around. That's what I thought at the time. But 
she's funny, but she's not a good person. At least not yet. <laughs> yeah. She's a jerk, but a funny jerk. She's a I, she's a more chaotic Luna, I think, in terms of personality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely a chaotic character, but I think that's what I like. She's cha- she's, she's chaotic. Very- she's chaotic neutral, right? Like she's yeah, because she's, <laughs> she's actually yeah, she's chaotic neutral, and she's also like I think she's very forward because she even she's like, oh, I'm only here because I'm trying to steal this one thing, and I'm like, okay, at least like you're honest, yeah. you know, like <laughs> like everyone understands your motivation for being here. <laughs> Yeah, she's very she's very open, even if she's not taking blatantly sympathetic actions, and she does seem to be on a, on the heroine's side for now. Um, I assume it's a permanent thing, but like she's at least we've placed her in a in a sympathetic position. We've placed her in this yeah. position. Yeah. Uh, how about how about Lote? Let's. Uh, I think she's been very sympathetically characterized so far. Any any hot yeah. takes on her? I think she's sweet. Yeah, she's a sweet character. Um. I, don't, I I always feel bad because like she's a, she's a nice character, but then I feel like she's very like like overshadowed by everyone else kind totally. of situation. So <laughs> yeah, like I yeah, like Enchanted Forest did a lot for her personality, you know, and gave us a lot more of her background. So I'm curious to see how that's going to be reintroduced in the series. I I want like she mentioned about I, I think it was her mom and someone else. When she first meets Akko, like she's like she mentions two people from her family or her or from her village. So I'm curious to see if we're gonna meet them. I I, I want to get to know her more, but she's definitely not the standout character. But hey, that might be intentional. Maybe like they're gonna do like a sneak attack on us and be like, well, surprise, she's actually the character that you'll end up caring about the most. Oh, yeah, Lotte. <laughs> she's like, it's just her, her her whole character trope is she is overlooked overshadowed so if you feel like she's overshadowed it's intentional and uh the funny thing about Lotate, if you saw the english dub if you see her english voice is the same person who voices julie and legend of cora as well as the little girl that marinette babysits in miraculous ladybug i forget her name but and uh <laughs> stand up yeah that's an interesting uh yeah, nice. but uh, she's but she's cool. She's all right, but she probably of uh, list my favorite characters because she's so easily overlooked. She's bottom rank of favorite characters. Oh, bottom rank! Wow, Harsh. but I love. I, I, I love honestly forgot her there. name. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I love almost everyone on, on 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 the series at this right now. At this point, there's no character I really don't like. Yeah, until at least at this first three episodes, but. Um, and Akko's probably one was also bottom rank too. If I had to tell you my favorite characters, it's pretty much depending on the mood I'm Susie or Diana. They're like one and one and one A. And then Constanza is number is number three. Then Amanda. And then Akko, Lote, and Jasminka. See, I don't know who anyone is beyond the main five, so this oh, okay. is not helpful. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Hannah and Barbara probably will rank two. I found them funny, even though they're jerks. And the only problem I have with those characters is there's nothing to def- to separate them from each other. They're like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, on their wigia, on the little witch wigia, they are listed as one as Hannah and Barbara. They have they don't have their own wigia page. Okay. Are they the mean girls? Who are they? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Let's do let's do favorite characters then, since we're getting. Then I want to get deeper into Akko. Um, <laughs> so yeah, at this point, uh, so you said who'd you say, Steve, uh, Susie and uh, Diana? Oh, at this yeah. point, are your favorite characters in the series? Okay. Um, April, who's your fave at the moment? Um, my favorites are probably the same. It would be Susie, Diana, and I like Ursula. Too. Ursula is the one teacher, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Ursula. So <laughs> those three are my my favorites. So. That's like three out of five, though. It's not really picking a favorite. Oh, uh, <laughs> pick one. Pick one. <laughs> pick one. Uh, Susie. Susie. Okay. <laughs> I like the chaoticness. <laughs> uh, Beatrice, who's your favorite right now? Oh man, that's hard. Um, because of all, of all of them, it was always Diana for me. Uh, I I loved her. And I still do, but Ursula is like calling me. I'm like, there's something about Ursula now, something about her that I can't overlook. Okay. So it's it's a tie between these two. They're fighting for my attention. Oh, I have a question. Do do you guys know Ursula? Do you think do you think she's hiding anything? Steve, do you, Steve, no, I you're not. Think... Don't you know things? You can't ask that question. <laughs> I will tell you this, Steve. Okay. <laughs> I know. Look, I'll, I look. I'll get into this. I'll get into this more later. But um, I don't know anything. I'm a hundred percent sure that Ursula is just shiny chariot. I think that's blatantly obvious yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. That's, yes. um, that's, that's, that's obvious. Right. Though. So, and it's frust- It's gonna be like it's frustrating that I think the show is gonna drag that out. But uh, yeah, I think that they're making that clear. But um, yeah. So my my favorite right now is Akko. Come on, guys. Why are you overlooking Akko? <laughs> um, yeah. I, look, I love Akko. I think she's like wonderful, but. There's something about that mean girl that just draws <laughs> Look, me to yeah, her. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I'm I'm definitely sure that Diana will be my favorite at some point, but not yet. For now, I'm going to say Akko. Um, I love the, I always love the Genki girl. But um, I also, I think Akko is, like, good so far, but she's not deeply characterized. I'm not sure what separates her from, like, a Yui from K-On, other than that she's more driven. Yeah. She's basically just the same character. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, that's not hard. Anyone can be more driven than Yui, right. so it's not She's not that driven, but she's more driven than Yui. But yeah, it's, uh, she's just the Genki girl, and I enjoy that, so that, so she's, so she's number one right now. Um, I think, uh, yeah. my, my biggest issue with Akko is that I keep... Ha- like I still have Akko from the short films in my yeah. head, and I di- I did not like her at all in the short films. Like she would probably be like very like very bottom like on my character list of like favorites. So I think I me personally, I just need to get that impression of her out of my head. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, sorry, go for it. Oh, right, and I'm being honest here. If I I'm if if we just say which which character you most like, I would I am mostly like Akko. I would admit that I get very excitable here. I get like <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know I am Akko, and she's like bomb tier. So what does it say about me? What I think of myself? No, this is not this is not uh, who we most relate to. This is who the fave is. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Ago is very much like in the short film. She was like unapologetic. Like she was just like you either liked her or you didn't, and she didn't care. She was gonna do her thing, and I I really enjoyed her. I, I enjoy that aspect of her, but I also realize that that doesn't work. That that can only go so far. So while for like a short film, her that type of caricature could work. For a long run, like she need, like there's definitely going to be some growth, and I mean, I always liked her, but she's definitely going to have some maturing to do. That I'm excited to see how that will play out. 
things. Yeah, I think after these three episodes, Akko's just like the generic uh, female anime heroine. Um, yeah. Like you can imagine her with toast in her mouth, like late to class, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, 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 uh, I, I'm late. I'm late. <laughs> totally. I, I, that'll probably happen. But, um, I think, I think she's, she's good. They focused on her a lot. Um, I think she's positive attributes. I think she's, um, sim- very sympathetic. Yeah. She's, uh, you know, she's like driven confidence despite, uh, you know, uh, all these obstacles. You want to root for her. I, I mean, I like her a lot. I, I think uh, one of the flaws at this point, dry, like holding this back at this point, three episodes in, which, you know, obviously any series is going to have flaws at this point, is that um, she's pretty, her characterization's pretty thin, and it's very heavily focused on this shiny chariot thing, which I'm like mm-hmm. over already, honestly. I, I'm, it's it's only three episodes, but I, yes. I'm, I want, uh, you're like, yeah, I get it. You like shiny chariot. Everyone else doesn't, you know, let's move on. Um, I, let's explore other aspects of Yuako is, is my take. Yeah. And, and can I just say like, when is Ursula going to start mentoring her? Like they, like she, the other teacher has been telling Ursula to mentor her for like the past two episodes and they have yet to really like have a sit down one-on-one like, Hey, like, how are you doing? How's everything going? Like, do you need any help? You gave her the book. Like the one book, but like I, I don't know. For me, mentoring is more like she said she's her guidance counselor, and she hasn't done that yet. Yeah, I like a. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like I kind of imagined it like whenever they're like, oh yeah, like I'm, you're gonna like mentor her and everything like that. Like I imagine like these one-on-one sessions that we get to see. Yeah. Um, especially because you know we're all predicting that Ursula is shiny chariot in disguise. But, like, so seeing, like, the dynamic between those two characters, because we haven't really seen them interact. And so I look forward to those interactions, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. um... Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I think that we have a lot to get to with Ursula and Akko and then um, a lot to get to with Akko's character. Um, Here's another thing that I would like more fleshed out is the show's world. Um, I think um, everything mythology-wise so far is pretty generic. Um, the first episode, we're introduced to these, what, like, ley lines. I'm like, okay, you know, this is, like, current magical currents running through the earth. I've seen that a lot. Cool. Um, there's broom flying, you know. Um, they didn't, like, I was like, they said uh, some their own phrase instead of whatever they say in Harry Potter for the broom. But it's, uh, you know, or do they, I don't even know if they say anything. But it's, uh, like, it's, there's, we're going through these kind of tropey. Uh, Tia Flair. Yeah, Tia, all right, yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're going through all these generic uh, kind of magic uh, tropes. And it's it's fine. I think, like, it's it's well animated, it's well done and stuff. But I'd like some, I'd like some depth, basically. I would like to see something different too. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I feel like we're like, they're very much in that. Like it's, it's a magical world with a magical school. Like, and it has the same format. Like everyone goes to class. They wear uniforms. Like they read books, they fly on brooms. Like, it's like, okay, like how are you going to separate yourself from any, like anything else? Yeah. So, What's going to make you an individual? <laughs> and I think the series can succeed by just being, um, uh, you know, a magic school type show. I think these are set up well at this point. Like there's a lot of them. They do these these type of stories do well. Um, and it can just be a well done anime version of that. Um, but it also be interesting to see some character plot depth from it um, that too. How about the uh, potential of romance? Would that be a good way to add depth to this show? I, I personally... My time. One thing I liked about the short films, it was there was no like no love interest. 
And, like nothing. Just like Killer Kill was the same way. There was no like love interest for the main character. At least no milk love interest. Right. Well, there's no and, there's uh, no males in this world. There's like one guy at some point, like this the shopkeeper. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know who he is, right? You know who he's supposed to resemble. <laughs> yeah. You. You. Uh, <laughs> you. You said yeah. in that line, he's like Chum Lee from Pawn, St- Pawn Stars. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, I, I yeah, think but, he's like Seuss from Gravity Falls as well. But my romance, my <laughs> my main ship for sure though is Akko Diana. Dinako. I've shipped that since I first saw the first short film. So that that, that though that's my ship. Though um. What are what are the Akko- ships in the show, Steve? What do people ship here? Oh, the main ship, the one, the fandom. Yeah. Most of the ship is Akko Diana. Okay. Some people ship Akko and Susie. Okay. And some Lote and Susie. If I go to if oh, I go course. to AO3, will I find any any fix here? Uh, let, yeah. We can look. Perhaps so. And oh, and of course, one obvious ship, Hannah and Barbara, the two mean girls. They're like always together, and their names are like go hand in hand. But and of course, um. And can I tell you something about the dude? The dude you saw in the op- in the, in the um, opening when I first saw this, I thought he was going to be a love interest for Ursula. And is that the case? We'll see. But he looked like I really thought at the time could be a love interest for Ursula. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on archive here. Um, there's uh, the relationship <laughs> tags. Uh, over half of them are Diana and Akko, Yes. Okay. Then so, um, there's <laughs> Ursula and some a character who I do not know yet. So interesting. Yeah. And I'm then yeah. Like- and then uh, there's uh, another character who I don't know. Anaka looks like the straight ship. Thumbs, <laughs> thumbs down. Jesus. <laughs> all right, John. <laughs> Can I just say? All right, look. Whatever. What? Speaking of like romance. Especially like a pattern I find in anime is that whenever it is like kind of like an like a female dominant cast, usually the male characters tend to be completely like one dimensional, don't have much personality. There's like they don't really explore them a lot. So for me, if there is going to be romance, whether it's like if there's going to be a straight romance, like. I need like the character to be developed. Like I can't like, for instance, in Sailor Moon, except for um, except for the uh, Prince and Dominion or whatever. Like he was the only one who he was throughout the show. He was like the staple male character, and he was developed, and he was there. But at least he was developed. You know, he there was something to him. You can see like he was explored at some point. Whereas with every other show, like every other male character was just kind of like a cardboard cutout of just the male character. So if we are going to get a heterosexual romance in this, I need both characters to be developed. For sure. That's like my only thing I want if we are going to get a romance. And also romance, if it's not the main point of the story, it usually is kind of written off and just like... Just there for the sake of going no homo for like it's an all girl school but no homo and it's just like <laughs> I don't need that you either go straight into the no homo like to the heterosexual or you give us the homo oh. one or the other wow. if you hashtag give, give us the homo says Beatrice yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do so I don't know where this the straight talk is coming from I see no male characters right now so as of now no, this is I, not I, an I, option a guy. <laughs> I just go from the opening I saw okay, in the opening there was a guy standing there and whatever. I was like okay here I'm we not, go he's not on the show yet. So we don't need to get into them. <laughs> um, um, wait, uh, can I just say though? Like I said, I don't really care about the romance in the show. I if I don't care who Akko ends up with, 
as long as she and Diana become close by the end of the series, only they become besties. You're saying you need them together. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah. That's I, shipping yeah, them. Yeah. This is so, so first, first of all, through these three episodes, no, there's no hint of romance. And this is also the type of no, show that just wouldn't all. have any romance in it. Um, this is also uh, expanding on part of what Beatrice said. Um, this is the type of show that just has all female characters and then inexplicably does not have any female, female relationships, which is basically every anime, every slice of life anime does this. Um, it's very frustrating to watch, but, um, we're all gonna ship, uh, I mean, this, the season's over. So you guys know more than me. We're all gonna ship Akko and Diana and the show's not gonna do it because, like, animes don't do that type of thing. So that's, well, that's what I well, Japan is a little more progressive. Very than- slightly more, yes. But it is, you know, <laughs> there's certainly there's Yuri animes, but any anime that's not like, specifically labeled Yuri, just it just doesn't happen. So it's 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 yeah. very unlikely. But um, I, those are the two that I would be inclined to to ship. Like this is the White Rose of of uh, comparing to Ruby. Akko's definitely Ruby. Uh, Diana's definitely Weiss. So this is like I want to them together. See, do you see the Killer Kill Dylan? Have no, you ever I seen, seen Killer Kill? Kill? No. Oh well, it's a uh... A little spoiler, but the same studio that made Lewis Academia, so you kind of never know. Um, they are buddies with uh, the Crooniverse. That, that's so the thing. Yeah, that's that, the only glimmer yeah. of hope. I think is the Steven Universe influence. Yeah. Uh, well, I will again. Kill a Kill is very. Uh, it was very much like a different rating. So, like you know, like for instance, Legend of Korra was so revolutionary because it was predominantly a show directed for children. You know what I mean? So. They might be a little bit more. Rest- I don't know. I'm just throwing darts into the <laughs> darkness, but they might be a little bit less open than they were in Kill a Kill for various reasons. This is like my biggest frustration. Kill a Kill didn't have a didn't have any romance, and I think yeah, it didn't show- really. It was all subtext. Yeah, and like it worked out great. <laughs> so I'm kind of hoping that they'll sort of take that the their own page from their own book and just apply mm-hmm. it to this show, like. I, in in all honesty, like I would be okay if there wasn't any kind of like romance, like yeah. I, just because like romance always seems to be like that, like it's what every almost every show turns to, and then that's what it, the show becomes. Like everyone then focuses on like the relationships between this character and that character, rather than like, hey, here's this plot that we've given you, but you know what, you can have this romance. I, it's, like I think it becomes distracting at that point. I feel um, I feel this show's main focus should be about relationships between the female characters of friendship, sisterly friendship, and that should be very, the foremost, the most important thing, and this romance should be maybe like a secondary thing. Akko's main thing should be relationships, getting these bonds between these characters. That's what matters the most. That's what drew me to this, to this series in the first place, and I hopefully, I don't want this thing to take a backseat to some, like... Like romance, like hetero romance, while while, while the supporting characters kick the back seat, while some dude maybe yeah, becomes look, like the look, second lead. Certainly, no one wants a hetero romance in this show. Like that's like this is an all female <laughs> show. Anyway, like this is th- no so far nothing about that. Um, I will say, as a someone who watches Ruby and still watches Ruby, it's very frustrating to see a show focus on four main females and have the show not approach it, uh, romance between them at all. Um, and it just like seemingly be taboo. So that could certainly be a frustration because 
four leads, four female leads, and a magic a magic school. Like this is, um, it could, I, I could see that coming up. But um, anyway, not not a factor in these episodes. Let's get into more from uh, specifics from the three episodes. Uh, episode one, Steve. What would you say is your highlight moment from this first episode? Mm, highlight moment. Well, first is when I guess Akko finds the shining rod, mm-hmm. and she says like. This, her spell to turn it into like a bow and arrow. Um, what's the name of the spell again? Uh, does it really no, matter? It Do I have to no, say? it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, but that was an awesome moment. That's like one of my favorite parts. And and them just landing in Luna Nova at the very end. I, I thought that was hilarious. I mean, they made a grand entrance, if I can say so myself. Yeah, and I, I wish they got into that a little more. The reactions to that. Uh, they're just everyone's just like, yeah, okay, there you're here. I guess. I guess that's and, nothing. And, they just accepted <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and Dylan, remember when I tried to protect this podcast in the first bit, I, I said we had to at least cover the first two episodes because I felt this these two episodes, first two episodes, it's like a pilot, a two, like I agree, a yeah. one-hour like pilot. It's like a two-part pilot, yeah. The, Even though it didn't air in Japan, different weeks in Japan. Yeah, you need you need the introduction to Diana in episode two. Um, I think that's a big, a big part yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that... Uh, the first, you have a lot of Garako moments in the first episode. Uh, you have just Susie being like kind of like a terrible person. Susie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then you, have, I like the cockatrice. I think that's an interesting mythology creature choice. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, and then we have Ursula coming at the end. Yeah, uh, and any what anything that's that stood out to you from the episode, April? Um. I mean, in all honesty, not really. Like, it it sounds terrible to say, but they're very, like, it's very much like a, hey, this is a pilot kind of thing. Like, here are some characters. And so, I mean, I liked the, what is it, the cockatrice? Yeah. I thought it was a very interesting uh, monster for them to have to face. Uh, <laughs> oh. Okay. And that the reason why they end up there is, isn't it because of Akko had, like, plums or something in her bag i don't remember yeah, like plums yeah like, yeah so she had those in her bag and so that somehow made them go like end up in the forest uh, yeah. salt, salt screwed with the ley lines yes yes <laughs> yeah so uh but but yeah i mean i don't is, am i allowed to just be like eh, there wasn't really anything no, that I agree. stood There's, out too yeah, much that's, that's like fine. yeah <laughs> I do. I forgot to mention. I keep forgetting this. The, the most important part of the episode, I think, the first scene, the flashback, the shining chariot yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Little Akko is adorable in that, and it's it's interestingly animated. So I think anyone knows anybody else there? Like just uh, Little Akko is the only one who was there, right? Nope, I'm not. No, I didn't notice anyone. So don't spoil. <laughs> there. I didn't either. So. <laughs> no <laughs> I didn't notice. I wouldn't be surprised if Diana was a closet fan. Like that's the that's obviously that's the type of that's the type right. Like that's the that's the trope, you know. So I, I would. But she's in the okay. show. You gotta watch this thing again. Okay. So spoil spoils. Uh, yeah, you're not supposed to. I don't know. But yeah, Diana's there. That's not surprising. That was in the scene. Okay. Yeah. That obviously that that's what they would do. Diana would be a closet, even because Diana is the most anti chariot. Yeah. Okay. Um, we had the uh, Ak- uh, Akruturus Forest. Um, yeah. What I didn't like was that they're like, oh, this is the most dangerous place. And then we instantly go there. 
and um yeah <laughs> it's like okay interesting right into the forbidden forest uh yep getting getting <laughs> detention so go to the forbidden forest yeah. for your punishment like what yeah <laughs> but uh yeah what what a, that was what stood out to me it was, it was interestingly designed though and i thought there's some interesting the plant thing was interesting um i like the 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 design of the the forest um how about them being roommates at the end i think that's unrealistic i don't know if why they you would pair them together yeah <laughs> maybe she just maybe the teacher wanted to have their three trouble students in one yeah, place just put them off into a corner wanted- yeah don't have to get <laughs> them yeah so they can make more mischief of course that would never happen but no um i just found it interesting that uh susie wasn't originally going to be a student and she just decide she's going to stay and it's like okay then i thought you just wanted to steal something but now you want to stay yeah. now you're just here for the <laughs> because well the mushrooms you're here for the mushrooms what does it say about her parents so they're rehearsing for her parents you could just do that and her, and you know her parents would be like whatever cool with it just on a whim go to just move to into to a school to a dorm i hope that we get more like family in like in this series i hope we get like a more familial presence because a lot of times with these like oh we study at a boarding school and the parents are just absent like we never get that and i want that sort of relationship to be explored like you know how does a family that isn't magical send their daughter to a magical school how will they feel about it like you know what i mean like i want to see that more or at least i hope we do yeah, I want to see Akko's parents for sure. That's that's uh, mm-hmm. high on my list. I I, I personally to watch the uh, first scene again. I'm maybe we might her parents might be sitting next to her because I see like one woman next to Akko that look that might be her mom and some dude with glasses that might be her dad. But that yeah, I'm, that this is what I thought at the time when I saw the show. Okay, so this is not spoiler. This is what I thought at the time. Yeah, they they could be there. Yeah, they they would make sense there in that scene. Her Muggle parents. Uh, I'm surprised I haven't said yeah. Muggle yet. Yeah, we need to say what is we need to embrace what's the Harry, or no match. No match. No yeah. match. We could just no what's, what's the Harry Potter want. term for what uh, Akko is? Um, she like ha- oh um she's a, a mudblood. Uh, mudblood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, right? not that. No, that's, that's a mudblood. <laughs> okay, mudblood. Like, why do we have to go that's there? That's the term. <laughs> oh, you're a, but her. It's a slur. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, let's Can we respect the Muggleborns that are listening, please? Like, no slurs. Beatrice is like, how dare you talk about Hermione that way? Like, <laughs> I'm not talking about Hermione. I'm talking about yeah, Akko. Akko <laughs> how dare you talk about Akko? <laughs> okay, let's start. Let's get into episode two. Um, I love the climax of episode two with the uh, Papiodias. Um, we have... Uh, Diane, uh, Diana kind of um, accidentally shooting Akko and then Akko like correct her and then them being all blooming. I think it was gorgeous animation. Um, I thought it was like the strongest mm-hmm. character moments of the series so far, you know, in three episodes. Um, but um, yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed that. Yeah, and I think that was the first time that we see a character in either the films or the series like get injured. Like, pr- like I was surprised that she got injured. And as as um what's that word as intensely as she was like i was not i did not expect her to actually be like knocked out it gives it gives it mortality kind of thing yeah yeah like like hey these characters aren't invincible like they can be hurt (laughs) 
Yeah, I, that was that was the moment for me where I was like, oh, there's something here. There's something more that could happen. I, I was just shocked that Diana, Diana actually showed concern for Aka when she was hurt because, you know, you know, because, you know, I normally type of character, someone like a Draco pretty much would be like, it's her fault for getting in my way. Yeah. So I'm not going to show any concern or even the film version, Diana. I'm, I don't know. I, I didn't know what to expect. So that one really threw me for a loop. Yeah, that's the big thing. This I'm is not... the big moment that separates uh, uh, Diana from like a Draco is the, the concern. Yeah. She yeah. There. Remember, she's a mix of Hermione and Draco. She's not just Draco. Oh. She's Hermione and Draco. Don't... Oh, you give me some. Yeah, don't ship those two. Come on. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't mean like Hermione and Draco as a ship. Is, is, no. Uh, yeah. Is 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 she their is she their daughter? Is that what that is? is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no. I yeah, I don't even know if people ship them. They shouldn't. But yeah, um, I think that 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 was a standout moment. Um, I I just I love them going to classes. I think that that's an important thing to include. Um, Steve Steve yeah. has this on the outline now. I don't know why Alco's so bored right away by everything. This is like a great cool magic stuff like uh let's yeah. let's be interested yeah. yeah because she's like what is it akko's uh like not she's not like hermione whereas like you know how hermione like immersed herself in it like she needed to know everything she wanted to learn everything like any any little piece of information that she could get her hands on she she absorbed it where akko was very like drawn to you know, the, the glamour of, you know, being a witch and attending the school. And so it's, uh, I think like, it's a very defining moment for her because it's like, Hey, like there's more than just the, like the, the glitz and the glamour, like that you have to know like basics and structure and things like that. So I think it was good that they sort of showed that. And then it was an interesting choice to make like Akko, not interested in that does that make sense no yeah, yeah totally i think yeah. Akko's like Akko's like um my bet the best analogy i have for her at this point is she's like an anime fan learning about japanese culture and being like oh but it's not like anime i'm not interested you know what i mean yep. it's yeah. kind of like that <laughs> and it's just like i i don't know i think i think that's like really like an interesting take on the on the ingenue being introduced to a magical world where she's just like, ah, I want to go do like the fun stuff. Yeah, I think that's kind of what separates Akko from like Diana, who who like works really, really hard at her craft and really sees hard work. But Akko, she just wants the results right away. She's a very impatient person at at this at right now. Um, she's a very impatient witch, I guess. She wants she wants to be sanitary right now, um, which I guess it's relatable because a lot of kids are very impatient. So that's realistic. But you know, it's a magic school. I mean, it could be worse. Aqua, you want to go to a normal school where they teach like math and you know other stuff? <laughs> well, they do teach magical math at the school, so it's not yeah. as if she can escape <laughs> math. <laughs> but, oh yeah, and uh, how about uh, those teachers? Um. Did did you like the the potions teacher? Is she like uh, like Susie's favorite teacher? Yeah, you I, think? I like that Susie was in. Oh was yeah, into that. definitely. That was fun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Yeah. Uh, this was this is awkward or most Yui for sure. Is uh, her just sleeping in class blatantly? Um, yeah, it's it, I, this, I like just going to classes though. Like Ruby did this. This is uh, Harry Potter does. It's a good take. It's like let's get into the specifics of. Uh, of of the of the magic here, although we don't really get into any specifics, I'd love to get into some more 
some more uh, mythology about uh, what's going on here. Uh, but it starts to lay down mythology, which is a good like. So it starts a I starting mean, point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have we have this card game, um, which uh, I enjoy as a Magic the Gathering player. This was great. Although sure. it's probably yeah, it's, Steve's <laughs> right. This is probably more of a Yu-Gi-Oh spin, uh, send off. But uh, it's it, <laughs> I like I like Akko just uh, collecting them and then like making up her own rules against uh, Susie when playing her. Oh. That's fun. <laughs> oh man. Oh um, yeah. She says it's called shiny cards. Um, Shiny cards, and Akko has like collected them all except for one, and. It's a theory I had at the time, and many other people have had the same theory too at the time, and that is Diana has that. Yeah, last I was about card. to say that. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's definitely happening. Yeah. <laughs> also, that la- that Diana last card like might make it as a sign of friendship. Oh yes, and yeah. first uh... relationship present. Yeah, um, and uh, this is uh, maybe a... uh, this is, I wouldn't be surprised. Like the last card also like revealed that uh, Ursula was her too, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It could be I, a nice. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. It could be a nice gift for their honeymoon. Yes, exactly. Honeymoon <laughs> present. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what else? What else uh, from this episode, Steve? Oh, what else? Uh, besides the card, you already mentioned the cards. But what else? I want? Oh, yeah. How about the um, the the witch, the Jennifer tree? It was very. I thought it was very funny that uh, its name Jen- was Jennifer in this uh, anime. Just very. <laughs> it was just Jennifer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve, has, Steve has claimed in this outline that the school is in England. Yes, it is. Which is uh, not what I got from these episodes at all. I did yeah. not get that at all. Oh, it, 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 I, I, it, yeah. I, I don't know. It's clearly European. Yeah, it, it's like, yeah, it's Great Britain, but it, they never really say the country names on the show, but I, I could tell you, like, all the characters... Um, what countries they're yeah, from? Yeah, let's let's quickly and... go through this. Uh, Steve says Akko is Japanese. Um, Susie is from Panama. Um, where's yeah. this info from? Wait, yeah. what? She's from Panama. Yeah. Where is info, this from? Uh, get this info. Info is from the um the show like creators. Um, okay, she, so... I'm gonna need her to speak some Spanish <laughs> yeah, now because you can't just tell yeah. me she's from Panama. She's a fellow Latina. <laughs> she's not gonna give me some Spanish. Yeah, like... Oh, that would be good. So I, so, so Susie on the one—that's the one I'm. They're also sure all about. speaking Japanese in England, though. So I don't know. One of those when watching it in English would make more right, sense. Right? Yeah, it would. I think if that's true. Uh, Lotte is from Finland. Uh, Diana is from England. Um, and uh, the these minor characters from Ursula's from France. Okay, interesting. Um, all these, all these other, yeah, and we, I don't know the minor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get those nationalities from here. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> character called um, like the, the redhead girl who's from, who's half American. She's from America but half Irish. Okay. Um, there's the fat girls from Russia, and then of course one of my favorites, a tech girl. She's from Germany. Yeah, and uh, that's yeah, yeah. I, I like going for different nationalities, at least you know. But let's let's. Uh, I, I like canonizing these these things in the show. <laughs> um, we can, uh, yeah. The, this episode two is if we see the op, the opening at the end of episode one, but the, we see the ending for the first time, episode two. Steve, what's your take on the op and ed? Oh, uh, opening! I, I really love the opening. Um, it just shows you um the kind of world they're trying to put in this magical, this whimsical magical like. Miyazaki or Disney type of world. Yeah, and definitely a Disney vibe you're... with like the title crawl in the beginning. Yeah, the, the thing yeah. that me the most though is that 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 magical witch that's flying above. I mean, that that caught my eye when I first saw it. 
And the endings, of course, it's excellent. They invert different tributes and different things. Like, for example, there's one part where you see Akko, Lottie, Susie, and Ursula on the streets on a car, in a broken down car. That was a, someone made like a meme about, about four witches stranded in the road. So it's a reference to that. And um, like I said, an episode, and though, of course, episode three has a special ending, which uh, maybe we'll get to that when we talk about episode no, three. But... Get that. What's the special ending? Okay. Okay. Uh, the, well, first of all, in the one a special custom ending just for episode three, the one, ep- the ending in episode two is the normal ending. Um, In, in that ending, you ha- you see the, uh, Magic shop guy serving like coffee to Akko and the girls, and we see Hannah and Barbara receive the special prize from Professor the Potion Teacher prize from okay. the race. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's good. Wait, I have a question: Is Hannah and Barbara like a like a a pun for like the what is it called the Hanna Barbara Barbera like that animation yes, studio yes, is, is that like a pun yeah yes I is. was gonna they're, say it's like a tip of their hat to them kind of yeah. thing they're 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 two of the three like kind of mean witches you see in episode one and that third witch you saw in episode one her name Avery named after Tex Avery yeah <laughs> Anima- animation okay. tributes that's that's good um yeah I like the opening ending songs but I think both of them are good um no. No uh, catch, no, not stuck in my head yet, but we'll see if we if we keep going. I was like, it's, it hasn't been stuck in my head yet. Also, so. don't don't I click don't... the skip the intro button on Netflix. You always have to watch the anim- the anime opening. That's my rule. Always yeah. watch it every episode. Yeah, <laughs> every yeah. Episode. I I got really mad because uh, my my Netflix was automatically doing it, and I was <laughs> oh, like, is that hey, a setting? No, you can can you can you set it to automatically skip it every time? Yeah, Ooh, I and. Yeah, so like it's like it's good for shows like uh, that always like start with an o- like they don't have an opening sequence and then they it'll yeah. it'll automatically skip to like where the show technically begins after the title. Yeah, it does that sometimes too. And yeah. yeah, and so like mine was doing that, and I was like, "Hey, no, wait, stop! I need you to cut that out." Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. The, why? why? <laughs> Anime openings uh, like uh, so much more intricate and, and everything than. Then U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, credit, credit. Right. so always worth checking out. Episode three, um, this this broom relay race. There's so much going on here, <laughs> so many characters. There's, there's a very much going on in that episode. There's... Can we all can we all try and read that name that 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 name of Constance? God, yeah. Can we all just try no. and give it no. a shot? I don't. Do they say it in the episode? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, they do. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she says, "Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's like hard and for she's like, coverage." Wow, that's a headache for an yeah, announcer. Yeah, I like that. Con- <laughs> Oh, oh, the announcer. Oh, I love her. Constance uh, Amelie von... Yeah. Oh, let me go, go look it up. Let me go. Let me go. Let me read it up. Very, very German, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it's fine. It's fine. We're not going to say it. Um, once you, once you, we're, we're not going to get it right. Um, but yeah, we have the the, the relay. Uh, I like I like that Akko um, like, loses. I think that's good. Although I think it's like... Uh, I think this whole logic of this episode is very bad because I don't know why they can get away with everything that they're doing. Um, no, right? <laughs> well, you can't get away with not having the That's ring. That's the one rule, right? That's the, yeah. <laughs> you have to have the relay. But why is Susie able to get away with sticking them to the like? Oh, is this just like street like uh, racing? Like you, you know... apparently, because I was like, I felt like there should have been more rules, like, and we're breaking all of them. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and we also had the the shop. We had the uh, 
the broom that can fly forever, which didn't really go anywhere. Um, I mean, it like took off, but uh, plot wise, and yeah. uh, right. it's you know, it's it's a lot. Like this episode is definitely trying to do a lot of things, and I think it like came together way better than I thought it would. Like I think it ends up being like pretty coherent, and it has like a pretty interesting ending with Akko getting second. Uh, what what stands yeah. out to you, Steve? Well, first of all, the Luna Nova News yeah. LNN. Yeah. Uh, I love that type of that type of. Ser- those characters, the way it looks, they look so hilarious. And also, of course, the introductions of Amanda, Constanza, and uh, and Jasminka. And I, I told you it was going to be some comparisons, but just me, Dylan, or Amanda, she looks a lot like the leader of the Derbytons, Mei Ling. I like it. Leader of the Derbytons from Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, it's good. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of a lot of these these characters. I'm not. It's not. We're stopping after episode three, so it's not clear who's important um, of of everyone we're seeing. But uh, the, we're introducing a lot of people. The, the news, much like the Quidditch announcers, were like ever everything from from Harry Potter transferring over. And yeah. uh, I, I like the <laughs> well, the magic shop. I like Akko being like this is a, ca- a, ca- a cafe. Like uh, I think that's like a kind of a funny anime joke. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, funny. I also love Susie's training once she gets focused. All the stuff she did to poor Akko. Yeah. Oh, you have this outline. I forgot about this. The Sorcerer's Stone, speaking of, you know, Harry Potter, is the source of... Um, uh, I wasn't clear if it was the source of all witches' power, if it was the source of the school's magic. Um, uh, the school's magic. Clear. Not, it's not really clear at this yeah, point in the show. Clear. I could tell you. Yeah, but don't spoil. I, it's know. uh, they the, the only thing that would indicate the school's magic is they go into town and it's like you can't use magic here because it's far away. Yeah. They go into the town, yeah. which is I, I'm blanking on the specific Harry Potter names, with the town next to Hogwarts, you know. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, where's the butter here? You know, like uh, et, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, Hogsmeade. Yeah, Hogsmeade. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hogsmeade. <laughs> so, this is different from Harry Potter in that. The so-called muggles, they know about the witches. This is oh, more yeah. like Star Is that, is that, tr- is that true? Yeah. Like, I wasn't clear on how much they know about uh, they know about witches. No. Yeah. It, they, yeah, it's clear. They, they have a magic shop right in town. It could be like in disguise, Diagon Alley type thing. All right, maybe. Okay, <laughs> fine. But, of course, if you all saw the, the films, you would know what the answer At is. At the very but... least, like, there's, like, the shiny chariot shows, so you yeah. know, that's... Yeah. But th- it's like, they're like, oh, she's just, like, a street or, like, a magic Maybe. performer or something, so um, it could just be... Let's all go to Vegas and right. watch they could, the they could, Yeah, they could just play show. it off as, like, yeah, Earth magic, yeah. Yeah, maybe so. You're right. You're right. That could be the case. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not, yeah, the, 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 we're being very vague about a lot of things, but we're expanding, like, to the town and stuff. I like that. Uh, any standout moments, April, to you? Um, I like the only thing was I really enjoyed that like Susie's clever solution to Akko not being able to like fly on a broom, and that was to make it hop. Yeah. I, I I really enjoyed that. I was just like, eh, that's really clever. Like she's technically riding the broom, so I'm okay with that. Like, but I remember being really annoyed when uh, Akko was trying to. I guess trying to fly the what was it called the shooting star or whatever, and uh, like they like the entire time like they're making it seem like oh Akko's actually controlling it and I'm like no she's not she's not doing anything she's literally just riding that broom like <laughs> I'm I'm surprised yeah. we ended like without uh, Akko being able to fly right yeah. yeah that was the other thing too was like. 
I I had kind of hoped that like this would be the like Akko learns how to fly, but in the end, it's like nope, she still can't do it. Like, and that's that. Well, so this is, this is episode three of a twenty five episode anime. Yeah, we have, we have to go slower. Anime. It's a double length series. That's true. <laughs> Slow your ropes, April. Like, <laughs> yeah, we had on the outline. We have Diana um, saving Akko, like from the. Well, it was like the statue thing. Was that this or was that last episode? But what else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Diana like gets her on the broom. Yeah. She like, uh, it's like, and then like Akko overtakes her later or whatever. Yeah. And like repaying her debt. Yeah. Um, another, mm-hmm. another like nice Diana moment. And she's legitimately concerned like about her injuries. I thought it was real when she said, you should tend, get to nursing, tend to your injuries. I didn't think she was being sarcastic or just, you know, or just, you know, just pretending to really care. I thought you really meant that. Yeah. Yeah, and can I just say, like, okay, there was like a moment in the race where, like, where Akko's trying to control the broom, she's not controlling it, and it takes her up to like um, to an airplane, and she waves at the pa- or I don't know if she waves or not, but there's like an airplane, and she's like right in the broom, blue, the broom next to it, and she falls, but she or she goes to like an ocean, and then I don't know, she travels a big distance, yeah. but then she falls, and so she's suddenly back at the school. There's just this, like, kind of little continuity error where I'm just like, when did you get back? Like, you clearly traveled miles. I think, like, the implication is that you went, like, halfway around the world or something. <laughs> Maybe full way around. Oh, okay. All right, all right. But the other thing that I, I guess that's also confusing about that is because in the first episode, they're like, oh, well, the only way you can get to the school is if you ride the ley lines. And this True, race is, yeah. is it, yeah. So then, like, it, it just gets me, like, to question, like, Okay, if I have to take the ley line to get to like the school, how is there also a like town next to it that's filled with I'm gonna say regular humans? And and then you have the solution because then she like takes the broom and she's flying all around and I'm like, okay, where where exactly are we again? Because I'm I'm lost. I have figured it out. You guys, the answer, get this, magic. What? Mm. Wild concept, guys, but that's it. Uh, yeah, true. That's that We can kind of just explain things with that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's. I think that's most things from, from episode three here. Um, yeah, good, a, lot, a lot to cover, a lot of good stuff here. Uh, let's, let's start to, to, to close things out. Um, what uh give any any takeaways what are you looking forward to seeing in the future uh beatrice uh i'm looking forward to just more development of the characters and the world because again this is the first three episodes it's the first it's just like the introduction so i'm excited to just get to the meat of it and to the actual plot and the arc that they're about to and go into yeah uh april uh, yeah, I'm just gonna sort slightly piggyback. I'm I'm interested to see what the the actual plot is going to be and how it pertains to Akko. And again, I'm I'm ready to you know learn more about the characters. And I already have a feeling I'm gonna like Diana's gonna be my favorite by the end of it. So I'm just pr- preparing Give myself in. for yeah. it. <laughs> That's good. So, yeah. uh, Steve. Um... Uh, I'll just say what I thought at the time. Okay. That's all. Okay. Well, I what I'm most looking forward to though is 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 hopefully get 
Akuna and just become closer. Yes. That's Ship. Ship. at the time I was really looking forward to. And yeah, and learning more about the world in general. That's what I was hoping for at the time. And I'm like, hopefully that hopefully that happens. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, I d- definitely like a lot, a lot to a lot of potential here, a lot to get into character wise, plot wise, any any depth to that is, is what I'd be looking forward to. Um, Steve, here's your time. What have we not talked about? What do you want to get in here? Uh, last chance. OK, OK. For, OK, last chance. First of all, I could say, I guess we talked about the LNN. We want to talk about those characters. Um, um, what else? Um, I don't really think there's anything really. Um, we talked about Ursula. I, I think you guys pretty much covered really everything we want to talk about. Yeah, we covered Unless a lot. Of it, yeah. Talk, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Want to talk about a little bit about Hannah and Barbara, or I don't even know no. they are. <laughs> I don't. The mean girls. The mean the girls. They're the mean I, girls. They're they're not Ooh. real people yet. We gotta. <laughs> they're not real. They're not. Real I need. People I don't yet. know. Yeah, I couldn't pick them out of a crowd, so we need. I need to more more evidence here. That's true. All right. Doesn't I, one have a ponytail? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Um. Here's a question ahead of time. Doesn't like one of Cherry's teammates look like like look like the dark haired mean leading, girl? Barbara? Leading question, Steve. Again. But that's what I thought <laughs> at the time. Not spoilers. This is what I thought. I, I didn't notice that. No. But it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> leading leading two questions. Okay, there you go. This is our <laughs> let us know what you thought of these first three episodes of the series as a whole. Would you like us to continue to cover it, please? Um, because as of now, no future LWA podcast schedule. If you if you'd like us to do more comment, uh link it to other people, get them to listen, stuff like that, you can comment on YouTube, yeah. on our website, um anywhere overlyanimated.com. Um, Up to yeah. you. Uh, I mean, you know, we could cover more episodes. We could cover the first half. Um, and uh, anything's possible. But um, yeah, would uh, it, it, definitely a uh, prominent right now and um, very interesting show. So uh, let us know what you thought of our discussions of the show as a whole in the comment sections. Um, consider supporting us at Patreon.com/slash/OverlyAnimated. Thank you very much to all of our patrons, especially our patron podcast. Let's go, Steve, because he's finally had the the, the, the LWA Woo! podcast. Steve. Finally got you to yes, see the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, it happened. Uh, and thanks always to our, our uh, patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Andy, Alex, and Andy. Um, bunch of good stuff coming up on the Overly Animated podcast, including the Star Battle for Muni. Uh, big mega discussion coming up. And check out all our stuff at overlyanimated.com. Also, if you'd like us to do, we don't do that much anime coverage. Um, you know, definitely comment if you'd like to see more of that as well. Um, I believe our last show was um, uh, Yuri on Ice that we did a podcast on. So yeah, it's been a while. So uh, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But yeah, th- thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Adios. Bye. <laughs>